Welcome to Gears Action Growth, shifting business culture one conversation at a time. My name is Christine Moore and I'm joining Dr. Josephine Palermo, whose superpower is to create business cultures that transform organizations team by team. Today we'll be discussing about purpose, why it's important to us, and what to do if you don't have it. Hope you get value for it. Hey everybody. Hey Joe. How's it going hey, today? I'm good. I'm feeling really good. Looking forward to Friday. Yeah, that's right. It's mm, tomorrow. Yay. <laughs> and we've just gotten out of lockdown a week ago, I think, in Melbourne, two weeks ago. No, it's, I think it's a week ago. Hey, I always lose track of time during these lockdowns. I don't know if you feel the same way. I do, I do. And um, it's, yeah, it's kind of weird. I always feel like I need to start up again afterwards. So the stop start is, um, it, it feels a bit weird. It doesn't, you don't just necessarily just start again with your routine at the end of lockdown. So there's a bit of a lag for me. Yeah, I understand exactly. Mm. You just have to adjust, hey. Mm. So we've, but during lockdown, though, we have been able to interview some very, very cool people. We have. Recently, you, Joe, you've done an interview with psychologist Dr. Graham Vai, who's mm -hmm. your contact, and it's been cool to hear him talk about personal branding, and I think it, it is uploaded now. So um, if everybody wants to check that out, it's a great intro to some personal branding. So today um, we'll actually be theming around purpose and yeah. this is because we've been chatting with so many people who are doing amazing things and they all have some clear purposes and why they do what they do and how they live their lives. So I think that's where we are coming from. Mm. So today we will get to delve into more of um, ourselves and each other in terms of discussing what gives us meaning, what gives us purpose in life. And we'll also be talking about the question of what if I don't have purpose? And this is something that we both come across a lot with different people. So don't worry if you don't have purpose and you're listening to this and this is making you panic a little bit. Well, don't. <laughs> um, because we... Uh, we've been there ourselves as well. There's not going to be every single life you're going to have, every single day of your life, you're not always going to feel like you have purpose. So that's okay as well. So yeah, you guys get to hear a little bit about us and hopefully get to know us a little bit as well. So we'll just kick off with what um, does having purpose mean for our lives personally? And Joe, um, yeah, if you could share with us what gives you purpose and meaning yeah. in your uh, life. Thanks. Yeah, thanks, Christy. So I think I've talked a lot about, you know, what I'm passionate about and um, over the, the course of this um, these seasons. But uh, but I, for me, it's really about the connection I have with people. And I love to bring people together to create something more than uh, then then's possible if we're just individuals so I love to see people collaborate and I love to drive collaboration and I think that collaboration is one of those things where we can we if, if we do it well we can solve most of the world's problems so for me what really gives me purpose is to keep um, sharing um, my drive for collaboration and and maybe some of my wisdom around how to make collaboration happen um, so that to me is, it has been um, a real key theme for me in my life. Yeah, that's awesome. 
That is awesome. Because all of the things that you do in your life, whether it's professional or personal, um, it does involve connecting people together, Mm. isn't it? Because you're quite extroverted. So you also really like, you know, dinner parties. um, You like gathering people. um, Yeah. Yeah, things like that. I love dancing with lots of people. That's right, so. yeah. So <laughs> Forming I feel communities like... around dance and music. So it's always about kind of bringing communities together. And in work I bring, you know, communities of practice together and, and then I work with, um, you know, companies, organisations and business owners around really forming teams that work and getting them to really see the power of of teams and collaboration and also partnering you know, across companies and across organisations. So for me, it's, it's you know, that rise of really needing to, um, you know, really flex muscle around how we collaborate, how we connect with others. And, and I think for me, what, what I notice, because um, I think when, when, you're, when you have a purpose and you're driven, you notice certain things around that. And what I notice are all the parts of the world you know, that are not connected and I feel and empathise very much so with with, with um, those people, those groups, those parts of the, the kind of world that are not connected. So people that are, for example, facing, you know, discrimination or um, aren't... Um, aren't being given the um, the share of, um, you know, the benefits that we all receive, those kind of things really... Um, I feel deeply and I think I feel them deeply because I have got this purpose around kind of bringing people together to collaborate and to um, really connect. So, yeah. so it's kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. How did you know that? Um, do you remember when you were firstly thinking that connecting people was going to be your thing or one of the things that will bring you purpose? You know what? It, it's... Um, not something that I noticed until later, I think, in my career. And um, because because actually, uh, I think I had a different purpose earlier in my career, particularly. I had a purpose around, um, I wanted to make a real difference in the field of psychology and particularly social psychology. And I wanted to um, really just, uh, in some ways, my purpose was to be known or for, for my research, which... Um, so it was, it was in a way a bit of an e- more ego-driven purpose. I sort of wanted to be able to, um, you know, speak a lot about um, research around marginality and, you know, it's still around communion and, and connection, but I, I, it was a different purpose. It wasn't really to solve big problems or to really have an impact on people. It was because I wanted to, you know, make make my mark in the field of psychology. And as a, as a student, you you sort of hear about all these great researchers and great thought leaders. And you, and for me, I was, um, and, and, you know, I, I am and always have been uh, ambitious. And so I wanted to really make my mark. So I think I developed more of a kind of more well-rounded purpose, I guess, as I've, as I've experienced more and as I've um, had a, a sense of what's really important and where I can contribute, you know, what my strengths are and where I can contribute. So I think that that's been, um, it's really a, a pathway that, that I haven't planned. It's Sometimes it's, it's because I notice things and I jump into opportunities because I'm particularly driven to jump into opportunities. But a lot of the time I've been, you know, it, it, it's the things that have happened where I've then gone, oh, 
I'm I'm doing this again and I'm I'm being called by others to do this particular work. You know, I would get called on to do to kind of create things out of nothing. I often worked in, you know, when I worked in higher education, we often worked with budgets that were, you know, dismal and nobody had any money. And, <laughs> is that uh, education? Yeah, yeah, nobody has money. <laughs> Why so is education? Oh, God, it's know. all around the world. I know, it should, it should be better. But, you know, mm. and so I often had to create something out of nothing and the only thing I had to do that were, you know, the kind of effort of the people around me. And so... And I was always, I think, good at um, energizing others. And so, so really, it was. I sort of, you know, was attracted. Sometimes you're, I guess, you're attracted to the things you're good at too. And so, and that that kind of builds your confidence and your your sense of competency. So I I I would t- I would tend to kind of create something out of nothing just by really galvanizing um, the passion and purpose of others. And so. So I, I think that then that became something that I reflected on and thought, this is actually why I'm here. Because I think when we think about purpose, we're sort of trying to answer, what is my life about? Why am I here? And, um, and I think some people get that meaning in their lives through other aspects of their lives. It doesn't have to be work. Some of them get that through the relationships they have in their families or by being parents or by being a daughter or a son or a sister or a brother, you know, or, or by doing work that's outside of, you know, kind of paid work and more in the kind of charity and not-for-profit space. So it, for me, um, it, you know, I was always, my purpose was always connected to work because I, I had ambitions around work, but actually the, the whole purpose about social connection and using connection to make the world a better place didn't become apparent to me until later, much later in my career. Right. So I think you touched on some good things in terms of our purpose doesn't have to be just in our professional work, because sometimes our professional work might be that it's work and that's it. For a lot of people, I think, in the world, maybe they're just working for um, not entirely purpose but it's just what they do to you know pay bills take care of their family and so on so sometimes I I don't want it to be a conversation where we're you know it sounds purpose sounds like a luxury as well so um, it's good that uh, you were touching on like different parts of our lives that have purpose yeah Mm. I I think you know because and, and I got Actually, a very wise person told me this a while, uh, very early in my career. Um, he he said, uh, some people really live to work. That work is their, their you know, is what they are here to do. It's it, They find all their meaning and purpose in what, the work that they do. And he said, but not everybody's like that. Some people just um, work to live. In other words, they, they, might, they might enjoy their job. Um, but once they leave their job, they're finding meaning through other things outside of work. So it's not, it, and work provides them with an opportunity to do those other things. And um, and 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 I I don't think there's a wrong and a right in that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really don't. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. I, I wanted to hear from you, Christy. Where where do you find your meaning? 
Um, I think for me, I find it through service, actually. Mm, mm. So um, a service of others. And I think that is something I also found out much later in life. Because like yourself, um, when I was younger, I was more ego-driven. So I really wanted to write the next best song. I wanted <laughs> to compose like something that would win a Grammy. Like I... Yeah. Because... Uh, in a sense, like I can really, in terms of um, your performance life, in in that sense, um, when you're in entertainment, it is very ego driven, and you yeah. are, you are in, uh, not encouraged, but the the old adage when you're in entertainment is there's a certain level of. Um, like faking it in a way like you have to fake your confidence almost yes. to make it real and it, this is going to sound strange to some people who probably are not in that field is like even if we didn't ha feel confident so eventually like it i think those sorts of competing um i don't know interests maybe like of trying to make something, create something to leave, you know, our mark in the world. Mm. I think those kinds of ideas sort of are driven by like just ego, isn't it? Like we all want to be right. something, mm -hmm. um, make something. And, you know, when I was uh, in visiting Hollywood a few much actually more than a few years ago, what am I talking about? It was like everybody wanted to make it. Yes. And um, what is, oh, yeah, like, I want to be something. Like, I just remember talking to so many people. Um, and they were working in the hotel. Like, everybody wanted to be an actor. Everybody wanted mm -hmm. to be, like, it was crazy, like, dancer, musicians. And I just thought, this isn't for me, I think, yeah. at that time. I was in my late 20s, and I was thinking, like, this is not going to be entirely for me because I don't think I could be healthy and live in these um, terms. Mm, interesting. Yeah. So, mm -mm. so the work that I did, whether it was, um, I've done a lot of different kinds of work, was um, whether it was in hospitality, which is all about service. And sometimes I don't, I don't think I appreciated it full enough because, I mean, when you're working in hospitality, um, everybody's mostly uh, doing something else. Like hospitality is a very flexible industry and it's also a creative industry. So a lot of people are doing something else on top of um, being in hospitality. Mm. Mm. So I, yeah, I think through that though, through many years of just like learning how to serve people, I realized that was a greater purpose right. but it didn't mean it was just um you know doing like a dinner service mm -hmm. it was like a greater service in terms of you know if I can listen better or so everything I think now I want to do is related to some level of um yeah serving people so that, that yeah. they can have you know a better life as well yeah that's wonderful and it's interesting that you kind of went from it's like a cycle or circle in a way you went from that kind of ego state to this selfless state in a way because when you're when your purpose is to serve others there's it's like the opposite end of that yeah yeah it's mm. and it's better i think because it's like when you're just serving yourself i think that's where a lot of depression or um I don't know if this is a psychology, you know, this is like a psychological thing, but it's like the more focused you're on what you're doing, what I'm like, I, 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 mm. I feel like, you know, our world is a bit smaller. Mm. 
Mm. But it's like the more I get to kind of open up and see what have interest in what other people are doing and maybe go alongside them and, you know, try to, you know, help them benefit in whatever way. I just think like my world is bigger and yeah, I think mm. one one way to counteract people who are feeling really down is just opening up to other people and seeing how we can be mm. of service to them. So we're not focused so much on our own problems and, you know, yeah. Well, I think sometimes it can help take people outside of their own internal story as well. So I think that that's where the benefit comes. I think sometimes taking that... Uh, that approach where you're serving others or, or seeing the world in that way, it actually takes you out of the internal stories that you tell yourself in your head. So it takes you away from, uh, you know, that focus on, on, on you, which I think is, you're right. I mean, it can kind of lead to some um, adverse effects at times. Um, I, and, and we should sort of, as a caveat, just say that, you know, um, the, the causes of depression are complex and varied, but but yes. what we're talking about is, I guess, the the feeling of being down and blue, and you know, not having um, perhaps a um, uh, sometimes not feeling great about ourselves. And I think that also because if if our purpose is very ego driven, the stakes are all about us. So mm. so that the, the you know, in some ways, the we we put a lot of expectation on ourselves in that way as well. So I think right. you, you know what you're saying is is absolutely spot on there. And, and, and there is actually, um, you know, I know that for um, young people. So there was this great study. It was an Australian study. It was a temperament study, and they followed you know babies and generations of you know kind of children from one year to the next and it was a sort of repeated study where they they sort of had the question of you know what what actually predicts um people going into a, a healthy at young adult life from you know say the teenage stages to a young adult life and and a lot of um uh, a lot of the kind of variation that those researchers found came from the fact that yeah you know it if young people are involved in some kind of community or some kind of, you know, some kind of service that's beyond them, you know, is that they've got a responsibility to a group of people that's outside of their family, um, then they're more likely to, to sort of find a pathway to a more healthier ad, young adult life. Wow. So, yeah. So, that, so you're kind of, you know, we all, your intuitive sense is, is a bit spot on there, Christy. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I work with young people a lot um, now, just in my other life, I guess, in my non-podcast life. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I could totally see, like, mm. they're so much better um, together yeah. like in a group than they are alone because when I have when I talk to them alone like they're in their heads yeah. and you know they just have so many worries and stresses and it's like when they gather together in a group and there's you know activities going on and they kind of fo get to focus on that yeah I just feel like they're a lot better I'm mm -hmm. not saying this is a this is a complete solution yeah but I yeah. just noticed like yeah yeah, I've just noticed that. Yeah, there. Yeah, one one person I'm particularly thinking about. You know, when I have her alone, she's very very down a lot. Yeah. But um, yeah, when we go and see other people together, it's like her energy is a little bit more lifted. So, and she always says, "Oh, I feel so much better after coming." You know, 
So yeah, there is real benefit into yeah being with others and being in community as well. Yeah, and and I think that a lot of young people struggle with perhaps not having a purpose. And you know, we like through our stories, just from you know this short conversation we're having, it's very clear that you don't just you know you don't just develop your purpose. Some people do; they have it right. from when they're very young and they go for it, and that's their their life story, you know, and it, and it unfolds that way. But most people don't. They don't find that thing that drives them and motivates them from a kind of internal sense yeah, yeah. until later. and But it's very hard to kind of say that to young people, especially teenagers who are, you know, being forced to make, you know, decisions about... Like what do you what, want to do? You're exactly. 18. <laughs> you must know everything. You must know. And right a lot now. of the conversations they're having are around, well, what do you want to do now? And what do you want to study? And where do you want to go? And what's your plan? And it's, you know, that puts a lot of pressure on, on people. So, and, and not having a purpose also puts pressure because mm, there's a sense so of... So much. Wh- why am I here? You know, what's it all for? And so I think that... Um, but, but having a conversation with other people about their purpose can help even young people then find, um, you know, kind of test and learn some of, of what they what might fit for them. So I think I think we don't have enough conversations about meaning and purpose in our lives. I think that um, that that we, uh, you know, especially in, in Australia, it's a bit of a cultural cringe to have that conversation. About, oh. you know, what what really drives me? What's my purpose in life? We we actually don't often have those conversations, but I think that they can be very inspiring. And I think I think we don't have those conversations, Chrissy, because in Australian culture, national culture, there is this kind of um, it's it's sort of related to a bit of a tall poppy st- syndrome in that we we sort of um, we kind of prefer people to to be less. Um, um, less grand. Less grand, <laughs> less affirmative about their strengths. Yeah, exactly. And right. it, it doesn't do us any justice really, but it's just um, a bit of the, um, you it's know, probably the, the same and it's actually probably the same in Canadian culture. Mm, mm. Mm. I know in Japanese culture, it's pretty much like that, but in a much, you know, more severe extent, I would mm, say. Mm. Like people really are very like, oh, I'm not sure. But it's like, even if they are sure, they don't want to come across arrogant. Right. Or, yes. But even that, you just think like, oh, like it would be much better if people were just upfront and honest and they could maybe inspire someone else. But like exactly. in that culture, it's sort of like, oh, I don't want people to think, you know, I'm, I'm much better than them. So I'm just going to mm. hide back. Yeah. Because, yeah. Or they don't want other people's expectations. I think mm, as well mm, so yeah yeah so I think now like as we're talking I'm sure some people are like what if I don't have first fist and I'm not a teenager and I'm an adult yeah <laughs> yeah like you know we're talking about young people and what if you know people there's a lot of people I'm sure like in yeah. both of our lives who are adults and yes. they they're not like sure about mm-hmm. their purpose they have work they have jobs they have families yes. and they have lives but they're not like sure if they're living their purpose yes so maybe we can talk a little bit about that yeah absolutely I, and you know there will be people like that Christy absolutely and so I, I and I think that uh in some ways there is um I think we often think of a purpose as needing to be a big thing that we aspire to 
you know, we, we exist to do this big thing and it doesn't have to be this big thing. And so I think people just, if, if they're floundering and thinking, I don't have a purpose, I don't know what, 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 you know, where meaning is for me. I think one of the ways to sort of kind of um, connect to that is firstly to reflect on what, what activities are, do I do in my life that where I feel energized so in other words, what, when I'm doing this particular thing, I feel very energized by that. So you reflect on that activity. Uh, so for example, when I'm bringing communities of people together, I feel very energized. Um, mm. You know, I don't have to be, I don't, there has to be, I don't even have to get a benefit from it. I just feel jazzed, you know, I feel very energized when I do that. Um, and then the other question to ask yourself is, um, what kind of... Um, you know, where where are you noticing um, the world outside yourself? So, so for example, what are the things you care about? What do you notice uh, about the people around you, about maybe, you know, it could be, you know, topics, it could be uh, world events, you know, what is it that you really care about or notice more than others? And that, again, kind of is honing into the things that maybe you're driven to explore um, in terms of a, in terms of a purpose, and and really a purpose statement is, you know, I'm I'm here to do this. You know, I I I enjoy um, waking up every morning because part of that is leading me to this this purpose that I have. And so it's it may be that just having a chat to either you know a friend or a coach about some different ideas around that. Um, you know, and then maybe trying some things because it doesn't, it does, you don't have to have the one purpose to drive your, um, your every day. You can, it, but, but it's, um, it's only if people are feeling a bit of a, a sort of feeling discomfort because they can't articulate that purpose. Uh, that's when maybe they want that, that you know they should try some of these strategies that I'm talking about. So where where are you feeling energized? What are you noticing in the world? Um, talk to a friend about some of those things that you know you might finish this sentence with a friend and and, and say you know I exist too. Or my my, my the I I get a lot of meaning out of my day when I'm doing this. So it's those kind of um, they're, they're existential questions, and so. Some people might really want to hook on to that. There might be other people, though, Christy, who don't need that at all. They are really happy with life because they are uh, achieving certain things. They're working in a job that they really like. You know, maybe it's whatever their family situation is, is around them. They get a lot of joy around that. Um, having some big purpose that's outside of themselves may not be part of what they need. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it doesn't have to be that grand purpose. It does not have to be that grand. It does mm. not have, you know, it, 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 and so, so you take the expectation off, you take the grandeur off, um, you know, you can, you can really admire someone who has a very strong purpose and maybe is achieving some things around that purpose, but that does not have to be you. Mm. particularly yeah. if you're finding joy in all this, those other things that I've just talked about if there's some you know if you're feeling if you're feeling a state of happiness I think that we we actually particularly in our in a kind of western um, society 
we we put too much emphasis on achievement and right. on achieving something big and grand etc and it it may not be that it may not be that at all for, for some people mm, but it's like we are fed to think that that's what it is that's right to achieve purpose that's right yeah i always think about that expression where people say oh i didn't think this they achieve something they say like oh i thought i would feel differently or i thought this would feel something more after the achievement comes and it's it, like uh there's a great movie on pixar called soul s-o-u-l yeah i watched have you seen too. it i loved it yes yeah isn't it isn't great it jazz good? music too yeah well, john batista uh, but yeah batista. spoiler alert i think here <laughs> so stop listening here if you yeah but at the end i'm just going to talk about the end yeah um i can't remember the guy's name the main guy's name do you do you remember um, oh, the jazz well, I know the singer's name. I don't know the character's name. Yeah, the musician, so he, sorry, yeah. yeah, the musician. And then he, he kind of gets his dream, right, to perform mm. on with this legendary jazz musician. But then yeah. he says to her, oh, I thought it would feel differently. He's like, yes. what do we do now? And she's like, we do it all over again tomorrow night. And after that first performance with them, and it's like, he's, oh, I thought I'd, you know, this would be different. Yes. It's like he had placed so much importance on it. That's right. That's and right. And then all those little moments of his life, which were actually significant moments. Yes. It's so good. Like, yeah. Yeah, I'm not explaining it very well, but I just No, thought, you oh, are. You are perfect. because he missed all those smaller moments because it wasn't living up to that big purpose that he thought he was there to fulfill. And in fact, it was all those small moments in his life that were part of his purpose yeah and he didn't see those small moments as significant Mm -mm. there's one there's one scene where it's like all frozen like he's just eating at a diner he's doing something mundane like walking down the street or something he says look at this i've done nothing with my life yeah and it's like that's what he had thought was nothing yes and maybe but to 22 like that little soul character it was like everything to it was everything yeah so it was just perspective and Mm-mm. just thinking what is something for us i guess and yeah yeah not like being fed what we've been fed about success yeah. and exactly yeah. exactly yeah so i hope that helps some people i'm not sure if it does um if if you want to watch soul that's really um a great way to start actually right that i feel like our conversation i'm not sure if this is leading into us advertising for pixar which they don't need any they don't need any more advertising but yeah it's so good soul i feel like if i somebody was having like a crisis like existential crisis i'd be like just go to a quiet room and watch this movie and just see if there's something that resonates Mm -mm. yeah sounds good christy i need to watch it again i'm gonna go and do that this week (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh because it was your birthday right and you were working throughout your birthday i know so yeah so this weekend i'm um i'm gonna well i'm taking care of my nephew but we'll watch it together 
Oh, that's a great one to yes. watch with. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So everybody, I think we're just going to wrap up here, but thanks for listening in on this conversation. And if you have any questions or comments about this topic, about purpose personally, we'd love to hear it. Please email us at josephine at geared4growth.biz and everybody stay safe, take care. We wish you well and we will catch you next time. Bye for now. Bye.